Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Discern Daily, a show on the Majesty's Men for seeking truth. My name is Pate. I'm the host of Discern Daily. This is episode 22. It's going to be a really good one. We're going to keep it nice and short, dive right into the discussion. But before we do, on our last episode, which was episode 21, we talked about humbly examining our own calling. So everyone has a has has been called by God to follow Christ and sometimes I think we we get into this like some people receive like this special calling from God. What does that mean? Um, does God do that? Does the Bible talk about it? Um, so we had a discussion about that. If that's something that piques your interest, go ahead and check out the last episode that we did. But um, on this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about something that I think is relevant to our dialogue, right? So it's really important that we have a discussion, that we have a respect for one another, that we try to convince one another and reason with one another and seek the truth together. That's that's what the heart behind Discern Daily is all about is, hey, what is what is some important content that's circling around the internet today and how can we seek the truth together and glorify God together and man, just be, just, just grow. And so, and so I think that this topic that we're going to be talking about today is, is very important as we seek to create a more healthy atmosphere and environment for dialogue. So I came across an article today, actually, because it was published today, which is June 8th. Um, and this is written by a guy who I've interacted with back and forth a little bit here and there. His name is Blake Long. And he has a a blog titled Theology and Life, and the article is titled The New Intolerance. And the title caught my attention uh, right off the bat because I'm sure, as as you can kind of imagine, some some different thoughts around that. This is the idea of tolerance and intolerance and, uh, you know, even things like abortion and topics like that. You can imagine the type of dialogue that's going on today. There's not a whole lot of convincing and not a whole lot of persuasion. There's a lot of shouting, a lot of shaming, a lot of riots, uh, a lot of laws involved because it's such a, you know, there's, there's so many huge fundamental subjects on the table that we're, that we're just not on the same page with. And so we just need to have more healthy discussions if we're going to make progress in our society, right? So, I was reading through the article, and I want to begin by just reading a quick excerpt from from Blake's article here, and get into you know some some thoughts of mine, and then I want to ask you guys some some questions so I can get your get your take on it. So I'll just be I'll just begin by reading from Blake's article, where in one portion he writes, "quote The big ideological elephant in the room is that the word intolerance has been as a whole." redefined by the left. They have taken that word and redefined it as acceptance or approval. If you don't approve, no, even celebrate their views, then you are an intolerant bigot, end quote. And I totally agree with with Blake's quote there because I see that. I've seen that in conversations that I've had with individuals. I've seen that with people who are well-known, you know, like the Ben Shapiro's and Matt Walsh's out there who are, you know, trying to persuade and convince people of what is true on different topics like abortion. 
Um, but I'm when I when I was reading through the article, I was sitting back and I'm having this thought of like, what happened to convincing one another? Like, what happened to persuading one another in love? And like, I'm not seeing it from a lot of people today. It's just so common that like, if 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 I am not in agreement on something big like abortion, it's likely that I'm going to be publicly shamed and shouted at and they're going to riot at me and all sorts of things instead of trying to sell to me what they believe. I think this is all over on on the internet. There's one example that I wanted to share with you on Twitter that I saw the other day and I retweeted on my personal Twitter page where it was like this picture, I'm sure you've seen it, of Miley Cyrus with like this birthday cake thing and on the cake it writes abortion is healthcare and she's just licking the cake. Like, if you haven't seen it, it's it's just shocking of how stupid the photo is. I mean, it doesn't persuade or convince anybody of anything. Um, it's just ridiculous. But what I retweeted wasn't the photo. It was what Steven Crowder had to say about the photo, which Steven Crowder has been getting a lot of hate on online, as you've probably seen. But he wrote, he retweeted someone else posting the photo, and he wrote... I thought I was pro-life, but you've since given me much to ponder. Yeah, like, you're not going to convince anybody of just stating what you believe on a cake and licking it. It's just shouting. It's just shaming. And it's it didn't convince me of anything. It just confirmed the fact that that side is just evil. Because this photo, when I look at it, it's just a perfect demonstration of evil. It's just stupid. Um, you have tons of, you, you have to keep in mind and you have to understand many people believe that abortion is murder. This is serious. This isn't a joke. And so to just mock it by writing abortion is healthcare on a cake and licking it, what do you expect? It's beyond me. It's a perfect demonstration of evil. <sighs> so. Well, I'm, I'm sitting back here thinking, who's actually interested in convincing me and persuading me that abortion is actually healthcare? Because I'm not convinced in the slightest. I am firmly like set on, like my conviction is that abortion is murder because I understand, yeah, I'm not even going to go down that road because you can already see kind of the ridiculous arguments here. But my point is, we need to have a respect for one another that is trying to persuade and convince one another. That's where I'm coming from. I think every person who actually cares for other people genuinely is interested in convincing one another. Because, like, when did it become wrong to have a belief and actually try to convince others to believe what you believe? Like, there's nothing wrong with that. If you believe in truth and you hold to truth and you want other people to follow truth, then you're going to convince others of truth. It's not the truth that you write. It's the truth that's truth, that's timeless, that's before you and after you. And it's, it's something bigger than ourselves. And if you have something that you believe in you and you, you love it and you cherish it and you find your life in it, I hope that you would try to convince me and persuade me to have what you have. So that's kind of where I'm coming from. But 
kind of what I wanted to hear from you guys on is what kind of tension or balance um, do you guys kind of work through when you are thinking about how much should we try to sell our beliefs? Because there are things that we should try to sell to others. We shouldn't shout them or shame people into thinking, but we want to have an honest dialogue here. We want to have free thinking. Um, we, we want to try to sell what we believe. So how much, like how hard do we go at selling what we believe to others? And I think it does vary because whatever subjects on the table, it's going to have differing like importance and things like that. But man, how, how far should we go? Like how hard should we try to sell to others what we believe? There's a portion in Acts 17 that I wanted to read because I believe it's relevant to this conversation that we're having. Um, the Apostle Paul is a great example to us, and this is one passage where I think persuading others is a great, fruitful thing that we should strive for. So um, I'm going to just read a portion from this. So it says in Acts 17, starting in verse 1, Now, when they had passed through Amphipolis and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica, where there was a synagogue of the Jews, and Paul went in, as was his custom, and on three Sabbath days he reasoned with them from the Scriptures, explaining and proving that it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead, and saying, This Jesus, whom I proclaim to you, is the Christ. And some of them were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, as did a great many of the devout Greeks, and not a few of the leading women. But the Jews were jealous, and taking some wicked men of the rabble, they formed a mob, set the city in an uproar, and attacked the house of Jason, seeking to bring them out to the crowd. And when they could not find them, they dragged Jason and some of the brothers before the city authorities, shouting, these men who have turned the world upside down have come here also, and Jason has received them, and they are all acting against the decrees of Caesar, saying that there is another king, Jesus. And the people and the city authorities were disturbed when they heard these things, and when they had taken money as security from Jason and the rest, they let them go. So I believe that's a great passage that, man, I want to encourage you to go and read the whole chapter because it, it, it gives great examples of Paul, you know, on his missionary journeys along with others, persuading and convincing others from the scriptures of what's true. And like, man, that's, that's what we should be about right there. Man, we need to strive after that. So I want to conclude with kind of encouraging us to, to get good at asking questions. Like if we're going to really help create a better environment, especially places like Twitter, man, it's a great tool and a resource to have conversations with people from all over the world. I believe it's a, it's a blessing from God to be able to do that. Um, but not only on social media, but man, we need to be able to learn how to ask good questions. And as we're dialoguing, if we're genuinely interested in, you know, convincing one another of what is true, we need to provide good feedback for what is not working. Like, hey, you know, you have your belief and you're trying to convince me of like what you believe, but like it's not working and I'm not convinced and here's why, because this, this, and this. Like that's just 
one practical thing that I want to get better at is asking good questions and providing feedback and examples, objectively true examples of like why I don't believe the same things that other other people believe. So, man, those are just some of my thoughts. And, and I want to thank Blake for providing some really good thought-provoking things in his article. And I want to encourage all of you to go and read Blake's article on his blog, Theology and Life, which is titled The New Intolerance. I believe it was a great piece that helped me and encouraged me to pursue Christ and to seek the truth. So, man, I would love to hear your guys' thoughts. So leave a comment somewhere on social media or on our post somewhere. I'd love to hear from you guys. And let's seek the truth together.